afternoon everyone uh welcome to the sergeant podcast this is the on track season four episode five it is uh february 21st in the new office media room here got a special guest tim lapage with me hello special guest garrett graves superintendent from the new hampshire region all right today uh today on the podcast we've got uh one project award we're going to go down through uh we've got the main topic here with Special guest Garrett Graves. We've got uh, a bunch of shout outs, one new employee to go over, and a few takeaways. So, with that said, we're going to roll right into the project awards. Tim, what do we got? Hey, thanks, Doug. Uh, we were a parent low bidder at the Hatch Hill Landfill. Um, we've done a bunch of work there in the past, so glad to see that. It's a $1.9 million project. It's a little bit over budget, uh, but we're just awaiting the award from uh, the uh, city and the engineer. And that project is supposed to start early spring, and then we're going to delay it a little bit and finish it up in the fall, so it should fit in perfect with our backlog. Yeah, pretty similar to the job I believe we did back in, uh, I think it was around 2017. Tim, Le- Tim yeah. Blaze did a job down there with Glenn Adams, yeah. and uh, just a, I think it's just a little bit big, bigger version of, of the one we did back then. It's got some gas piping on it, um, removal of a little bit of temporary cap, and about seven acres? Yeah, about seven acres. And, and the best part about this cap, Doug, is it doesn't entail having uh protective cover and loam on it. So we can push it in the fall. We don't have to worry about grass growth. So it's going to fit in nicely. Yeah. When we were looking at this job, uh, we've got a healthy backlog right now. So we're really trying to find some work that fit in with uh, with our schedule. And uh, we're, we're guessing about a September start on this. We should be able to get it still wrapped up this year. Jumping right down into the main topic. Uh, like I said, we've got Garrett Graves here with us. He's a, a new superintendent for the company, and uh, he's based out of our New Hampshire uh, Fremont office. So uh, we're going to start with a little, let's get to know the uh, the real Garrett Graves here. And uh, we got a lot of listeners out here in Radio Land, but I got to describe Garrett to you guys. Uh, the guy sitting <laughs> next to me right here. Um, if, if anybody's seen the skit, uh, How Much You Bench from Saturday Night Live, I feel like I'm sitting next to uh, Adam Sandler here. Uh, this is, this is a guy you want on your side. You know, you go to the bar at night and, uh, things get rowdy. This is a guy you want on your team. So, uh, just want to kind of put a little, uh, description with the guy sitting next to me. And, uh, I guess Garrett, how much you bench? Uh, by last meet, I hit five twenty, which is pretty good. Holy smokes. Man, oh man. It was a good day. Popeye sitting next to me here. Bob man on steroids. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So Getting into it, uh, let's step way back in time, Garrett. Let's start right from from scratch. What got you hooked on construction? Yeah, probably pretty typical story. Uh, I grew up in northern Vermont, and we where we lived was backed up against like uh, international paper land. And uh, my dad used to take us down there, and we they would be logging and stuff, and you know it was just big yellow iron. Loved it, and then uh, later I. I spent a lot of time working on a dairy farm and I didn't have to work there too long before I figured out I liked tractors a lot better than I liked dairy cows. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I know there's always something we all 
you know, had a moment in your life when you got hooked on construction. I remember growing up, my father was, was building a house and decided to buy a, you know, a loader, you know, to do some of the earthwork. And, and of course I gravitated right towards that. And of course, when I got older, I had to buy my own and you now <laughs> it, it's all history from there. So we all love uh, the iron. I think that's what sucks most of us into this business. So when did you start with Sergeant Corporation? You've, you've been here a, a short duration, obviously compared to some of our people who've been here for 30, 40, 50 years like Clayton. Yeah, Sergeant's been on my radar for a long time as uh, an option or potentially an option, but I pulled the trigger this past June. It's, uh, I know from our end, it's, it's been great since you came on board. Um, now, what company were you with before, Sergeant? Yeah, I worked for another civil contractor in Vermont where I used to live, and um, we did like the exact same work. Did a lot of street work, highway work, landfill work different lot different size company you know we did like 20 25 million a year was a big year for us uh, i remember seeing a lot of bid bid results uh from you guys bidding against us over the years yeah we'd cross paths how long did you work for them before coming here 12 years 12 years yeah okay how, how big a company were they at our peak we be like over 100 people in the summer okay yep now coming from another company uh is there any differences that you really liked or have enjoyed about sergeant yeah, I was intimidated coming here. Um, why is that? Why is that? We're not intimidating, are we? You guys want to hear a funny story? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. That's why we're here, buddy. <laughs> like, uh, when you guys did Sheffield Wind, yeah, I we were up there, and I built the substation. Okay. And they gathered up all the lead people every morning there, and Sean was the superintendent. And Sean would go in there and just give it to everyone i can no, see him doing man. that sean, sean would do that <laughs> no, i was i was like man i'm glad i'm over here in my own little bubble <laughs> <laughs> so your first impression with sean milligan but you guys when we showed up in the morning you were there and when we left at night you guys were still there i mean you guys worked hard and it's just sort of intimidating to be around honestly yeah but now that i'm here and on this side of it you know we do work hard but it, it's good it's it's good yeah. It's a it's a small company feel, but we're a large company. And yeah. and we always talk about that. You know, we talk about growing and uh, that's the number one thing we don't want to lose is that small company feel. Everybody knows everybody. You can call somebody if you got questions. You're not just a number anymore. Um, that's, the, be, the best part I like about it, Doug, is, you know, at the end of the day, when you start leaving, nobody leaves another man behind. It seems like time and time, another foreman finishes up their item. They'll go see another foreman that's still working and he'll give a hand. They just don't. They don't leave. And I like that feel about the company. It's the so. camaraderie. Um, yeah. I get to go out and visit the jobs. You know, I'll finish the day at a job site. Uh, it's not unusual for four five, six, seven guys just, you know, hanging out in the job trailer after work, telling stories, uh, maybe drinking an occasional beverage no. on, on occasion. Uh, it's been known to happen. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's all about the stories. It's all about enjoying what you do every day. And that's pretty much what makes you come back to work every day. So uh, let's let's d dive right into uh, the project you're managing. You're out in uh, Fitchburg, Massachusetts yep. uh, for waste management. Tell us a little bit about that. Yep. So uh, we started a little bit before Thanksgiving. It's an $11 million job and uh, a couple, it's a cell expansion is what it is. And uh, it's being built using an MSE berm. Um, that berm is like 800 foot long and it's pretty tall in a couple sections, almost 50 foot tall. Uh, and the cell is like 11 acres. 
there's a lot of leachate and gas work tying in to the existing face and stripping off cap and some pretty involved work, honestly. Yep. So Gary, who's who's the uh, the client on that? It's waste management, right? Yep. Yeah. Now we've done a lot of work with them in the past between Norridgewalk and Rochester. I know you came down to the uh, Norridgewalk site oh probably three months ago with Tim Blaze. Yep. And you were there for a day while we were constructing an MSE berm, getting the ins and outs about it. So, uh, what do you think of what do you think of the MSE berms? Quite an uh, intriguing part, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's one of those things that once you develop a system, the guys really made it look easy and had some good speed, you know? Yeah, it's very routine. I see how you could trip over it when you start, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it can get intimidating at times, but once you get the rhythm going and get everybody doing, it's it's really good. It was good uh, to go up there and talk to those guys because they shared what they learned, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's a little the, bit, the, the a little bit of a head start. And what not to do is, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember we... Before we even constructed the wall, we actually built a part of the wall right out on the regular ground and said, this is how we're going to construct it and had all the laborers watch. And that was the best part before we got really in full swing. So, but waste management has been a real good client for us over the years between, you know, like I said, Rochester, Norridgewalk, and it's great to see us going out to to uh, Massachusetts and having an opportunity out there. So, yeah, I mean, this, this job is a little bit outside our, our normal territory that we would travel. Um, we got a call from waste management on this job. It's it's a tricky job. It's a difficult job. Um, they knew our experience from doing similar jobs in Rochester, and and we kind of negotiated this job with them, and they really wanted us to do it. I think it's going to be a great job. Yeah, our partners there are really good to work with so far. I've been happy with it. And you are crushing a bunch of material there on site. Why don't you go over that a little bit? Aren't we actually processing some rock to save them some bunch of material, right? Instead of hauling in yep. borrow and gravel. Yep. So the, the job is a big import job. There's a 120,000 yards of common fill and, you know, say all together, another hundred thousand yards of select fill. Yep. Um, and to import it, it would just double the cost of the project. So their borrow site that they've got is sort of a ledge. It's a mixed bag of stuff. It's not like crushing in a quarry is what I would say. You got to do a little bit of sorting from what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a ton of oversize and stuff. So we've just been trying different things. And um, when we started and I first saw it, I was like, there's no way we're going to make gravel out of this. Yeah. It's the mud hole. But we've been making it happen. So, and so what have you been doing down there? Here you've been doing some unique things with the excavators, right? What do you? <laughs> well, we've got a sifting bucket on an excavator. Yeah. To, you know, tune down the amount of fines that we're putting through and uh that j50 crusher we have there has a pre-screen on it yeah and we've been just playing with the size screen and stuff to try to get more mid-range size stone into the gravel so that it's actually compactable yeah it doesn't come out looking like erosion stone or mud i see right? yeah. that's part of the game is trying to take material and taking it one form and put it in another. It's, it's yeah. kind of fun. Actually, you feel like a mad scientist out there sometimes, don't you? Right. You just, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when we, ha- we've had success at it, so that's real good. That's, <laughs> that's even better. Success is a good thing when it comes to that. Cause yeah. if you don't make success, you make a bunch of product that isn't worth good. isn't worth value to anybody. So it's great. I'm glad to hear you guys are out there playing with it, making it happen. That's what it's all about. It brings value to the project, but it also brings value to the owner too. And that's what we want to do with waste management. So this exactly. is definitely one of those cases where it's a win for everyone. It is a win for us and a win for them. Cause Absolutely. I assume trucking material in would take more time, more money. And uh, we don't want that. We want to try to hit the ground running and get the project done when, 
uh, on time or ahead of time. So, well, sounds good. Now you've been here long enough. Have you identified anybody as an up and comer, a mover and a shaker in the company that you've got a chance to work with? Yeah, you know, there's no shortage of those around here. Is my first reaction to that. Uh, you don't see too many people who are just punching a clock. Was my first reaction um, when I come here. We've got a lot of young foremen who are willing to take on stuff that is challenging. Uh, Duncan Graham is one um, to listen to anything you got to say. And he really pays attention and he takes it seriously. It's great to see. I'm really glad to hear that. I had him a couple of years ago on some solar projects and down yep. in Eastport, the Perry uh, uh, sewer project. And he was quiet, but I could see he was very smart and he mm-hmm. listened to everything he was saying. I'm glad to see he's coming outside the shell and we made him junior foreman. And I'm glad to see him doing that. So he's already got the respect of the operators and the other laborers down there. So, I mean, he's just got a real, a real good start is what I would say. Perfect. I mean, it's good to watch these young guys grow like that. We've, we've got a few of them that have come up through the ranks and that's one of the things we always get great feedback. They love when they get a new form and that comes up through the labor side of things. Um, and we have guys successful coming from the college side as well as the labor. Um, so it's good to see them, uh, definitely a different career path, but, uh, end up pretty much in the same position. Right. So enough about work, Garrett. Um, what does Garrett do outside of work other than, uh, lift really heavy objects repetitively well that actually takes all my time and then i just go straight to bed <laughs> no, no. You get up in the morning and then go to the gym and then go to work no uh do you work out morning and night garrett or is it just no, once a day everyone always asks me that they assume i just live in the gym but i just make three days really count okay it's sort of the best strategy yeah i think i gotta implement that Tim. Yeah. Three, three, three days. days i can maybe do three days it's like three days is like a year's worth for me. I got to get back at it. Three days for 10 minutes a day. Uh, that fits my schedule. Yeah. But we do a lot of skiing in the winter. Um, Who's we? Do you have kids or you have? Yeah, a, I got an eight-year-old girl. Okay. And uh, she's really in, well, she's really into everything. But any day that is decent that I can stand to be outside, we got to go. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Sort of a reluctant hiker in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I do it. You do it. That's good. You're a good dad. You just you just moved, correct? Yep. Yeah. So I took this job. It's been like seven months or so. Yeah. And uh, when I did take it, I did consider relocating because it's just really hard, you know, with where I lived before. And Sergeant was never going to go up there to do anything. There's just nothing to do. We get yeah. the occasional to- token job up in Vermont somewhere, but yeah. uh, don't hold your breath for it. Yeah, not very often. Yeah, and I really, I think moving is good for my career here. And, you know, I really want to be a fixture in New Hampshire. And this was an investment on my part that I think is going to work out. Perfect. We want you to be a fixture here with Sergeant also. So made glad a, to have you on board and <laughs> seeing you committed to us. So definitely have made an impact in your short duration here. So definitely keep up the good work. Um, next section, let's, uh, let's go over some of the shout outs, Tim, take it away. All right. The first shout out comes from John Rogerson. I would like to give a big shout out to Amy Soames for helping me with my very out of the norm health coverage problems together. We got it done in the nick of time. Thank you, Amy. This one's from Cam. Shout out to Arthur and Adam for your helping with all safety related items over the past few weeks. I appreciate everything you do for our employee owners. All right, Cam's got another one here. He's got a shout out to Justin Embry for kicking ass on the hiring front in the Mid-Atlantic. Keep up the great work. 
Another one from Cam. He's on fire today. Yeah, he wants to give a shout out to Kim Ryan for helping organize the food for the Construction Safety Alliance of Maine meeting held at the sergeant's new office on 220. Thanks. Thank you, Kim. She does a great job doing that. This is from Cam. Shout out to Adam for presenting on our Back Cove West project during the CSAM meeting. Great job highlighting the technical and safety challenges we overcame. Keep honing your craft. And Cam's final shout out goes to Christy Malik for kicking ass and keeping Sergeant compliant with the DOT and all the regs. I think we're going to have to give Cam a award for the most uh, shout outs in one week here. He's um, an overachiever for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeff Marsh, uh, Jeff's got a shout out here to Chris Pollard for stepping out and being a positive and energetic leader of the morning stretching at the Greensboro Airport. Chris is winning in the field through his actions. And I love to see that. Um, when I go to the pod meetings, uh, I love seeing some of the guys. They may not be the superintendent. I'd love the, seeing them step up, get out of their comfort zone and, and bring in value to that pod meeting. Uh, the last one, shout out from Jeff Costello goes to Trent Cullinan. Uh, Jeff would like to give a shout out for Trent receiving his uh, drone license. Uh, so that involves uh, doing a bunch of studying. Uh, you got to go to a facility, take a test, get certified. And uh, for those of you who don't know Trent, Trent's getting heavily involved in the surveying side of, of the business for us. He's doing a hell of a job. And uh, this is kind of the next step for him to uh, start doing some of the drone work and um, taking that to the next level. So. Congratulations there to all the uh, shout outs. And since we've wrapped up the shout outs, it's time to give out the Newton Grindle Award. I think it's a unanimous decision here. Uh, the shout out to Chris Pollard from Jeff Marsh. I think that uh, truly exemplifies what the Newton Grindle Award goes to. And uh, give a shout out to both Jeff and Chris. Yeah. Okay, we're good. <laughs> And on to our next portion of the show, we're going to go over new employees. Uh, the next employee is Michael Williams. He's down in the Mid-Atlantic, a new dozer operator. He's going to be starting here on, uh, I guess he already started on Monday, uh, February 20th. And uh, Tim, go over uh, some of the announcements. So announcements coming up. Um, we don't want to forget about to continue the wellness challenge, the ABCs of health eating. Um, I don't know what letter we're on now, but uh, keep keep it up if you're doing it. I have not been participating, if you can't tell. But yeah, uh, come on now. I know I should be doing better. You can sign up your spouse for this same uh, challenge, and those who compete in the challenge will be in a raffle, and they will be uh, getting an instant pot if they win. So Free winners for free instant winners. pots. So hopefully you guys get out there and do it. And uh, I think that concludes our podcast. And uh, as far as any takeaways, uh, Garrett, that you got for the – the listeners while you got their attention yeah i uh been a lot of accidents recently and we've been working hard all winter you know we haven't really had any 40-hour weeks yet we've just been right after it and we just have to stay vigilant that's that's what i really see as being the difference that's a great point definitely take focus i know it's still winter we've got six weeks left uh to all you listeners out there slow down i know we say that on every safety stand down but we mean it amount of accidents lately is, is it's just too many uh, and any more than zero is too many. It is. And we got a snowstorm coming on Thursday. So I beg and plead you guys get out there that on Friday, if you're on site, take time, clean up your site, put sand down, slipper conditions, take an extra hour, take care of it. That's what we need to do. We don't need any more slip trips and falls. So, so we'll leave you with that. Hit the reset button. Zero accidents. 
zero accidents. Zero accidents. 